0: This is our last day in Exodus week 7, day 5, so we're in Exodus chapter 35. And in this chapter, we're going to be able to talk about what it means to make an offering. Really, at this chapter, at the beginning, we see some of the same pattern we saw earlier. God talks about the Sabbath, and then he talks about work and the fact that we need both. But after that beginning of the chapter, he immediately goes into talking about how you offer to the Lord, how you offer yourself to the Lord. Listen to what happens in verses 4 to 9. Moses said to the whole Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who is willing is to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ramskins dyed red and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and the breastpiece. This is the offering they are to give. And I want you to notice as you see this offering, some things about how we offer to the Lord. This offering began with God's command. It wasn't just out of the goodness of their heart. It was because God commanded them to do it. This offering came out of what they had, from what you have taken offering. You can't give God what you don't have. Many of us are disappointed because we wish we had more to give God. But that's not what God is looking at. He's looking at what you have and how you give out of what you have. It's not a matter of comparing with someone else who might have more and what they're giving. It's a matter of giving what you have. Never forget that one of the most honored offerings of all time, if not the most honored, was the two small coins that the widow gave. And Jesus said, as he saw her give, she's given everything she has. That's the honored offering. The offering began with God's command. It came out of what they had. And the offering was from whoever is willing. They had to be willing to do it. It wasn't forced. It was willing. It is commanded. This offering is commanded and it's also chosen. That's how offerings are made. If not, it's not an offering. It's commanded by God, but it's also chosen by me. As you think about offerings and what it means to take of whatever God put in your life and make an offering of it, as you walk through this chapter, there are four descriptive words used of an offering in this chapter, starting with somewhat of what we just saw, the idea of it being willing. This chapter talks about a heart offering, a wave offering, a skill offering, and a free will offering. The first is a heart offering, and the scriptures talk about that offering in verses 20 and 21. Then the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence, and everyone who was willing and whose heart moved him came and brought an offering to the Lord for the work of the tent of the meeting, for all its service, and for the sacred garments. So this offering, it, it came out of their heart. It was a calling of God in their lives. It's a very fascinating thing in Scripture, how offerings are commanded all through Scripture. God commands us to offer of the things he's put into our lives. You see that in the Old Testament and the New Testament. He commands us to give a tithe, commands us to give offerings beyond the tithe. He commands us to offer of ourselves to him. Romans chapter 12 says you've given yourself a living sacrifice, a living offering. So we're commanded to offer, but it has to be out of the heart. It cannot be forced. You can't force an offering. There are some countries that have actually forced an offering for the churches. They built it into the taxes, and it's ruined the church whenever that happens because an offering always has to be willing. It's when my heart is moved by God's command to do something that God blesses it. So it's a heart offering. That's where it begins. A second picture in this chapter is a wave offering. Verse 22, All who were willing, men and women alike, came and brought gold jewelry of all kinds, brooches and earrings and rings and ornaments, They all presented their gold as a wave offering to the Lord. Now, what is this wave offering? Well, a wave offering often referred to the first or the best. So the first harvest of grain, you would take those sheaves of grain and you wave them before the Lord. I'm giving you the first, the first fruits of the harvest. Or in an animal sacrifice, sometimes you would take the best of that animal sacrifice, and they would wave that before the Lord to say, I'm giving the best of what God has given. They didn't give God their last and their worst, they gave him their first and their best. That's part of how you give an offering. That's what makes it sacrificial. So if, if you're tithing, if you wait until the end of the month to try to give 10%, it's never leftover. You don't give God your leftovers. No, you give it the beginning. When God gives it to you, you give it to him, you give it first. And by that, you're giving your best. That's part of, even in this chapter, what we're taught about how you give an offering. It's a heart offering. It's because I'm moved by God to do this. It's a wave offering. It's out of my first. It's out of my best because of my love for God. A third picture of an offering in this chapter is a skill offering. Verses 25 and 26. Every skilled woman spun with her hands and brought what she had spun, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn or fine linen, And all the women who were willing and had the skill spun the goat hair. They had to be willing, but notice they also had to give at a place where they had skill. They also had to have the skill. Willingness and skill went together. They gave to God at the point of their skill. I've met people, this is talking about they spun the goat hair. I've met people who want to spin the goat hair for God until they get good at spinning goat hair, and then they go and spin it for themselves. But these were women who were already good at spinning goat hair, and they gave it to God. <laughs> I met others who were never gonna be good at spinning goat hair, but they figure, oh, I can do that for God, because anything's good enough for God, instead of offering to God what they're really good at. What great skills, what great abilities has God put into your life? Instead of thinking, well, I'm gonna make money with those, and I'll give the rest to God. No, God says you take whatever he's put into your hands, And you might be able to make money with it that helps your family, but helping your family is a ministry for God. And that money that you make can be given to God. There's maybe also ways that you can take that skill, though, in these verses and use that skill directly to serve God. That's another way to give an offering, a skill offering, a wave offering, a heart offering. And then verses 27 to 29, a free will offering. The leaders brought onyx, stones, and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and the breastpiece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light and for the and anointing oil for the fragrant incense. All the Israelite men and women who were willing brought to the Lord free will offerings for all the work the Lord through Moses had commanded them to do. It's a free will offering. You see this all throughout this passage. It's willing, it's free will. It's those who had a heart. God really wants us to get the point here. You cannot force an offering or it would not be an offering. You have to let God speak to your heart. I would say to you, if you ever feel like you're being forced by a human being to give an offering, you're being made to feel guilty, or you're being forced into a situation where I have to give to God, don't give. Don't give. Now, on the other hand, anytime you're invited by God, your heart is moved by God to give, then you do give. And if you feel like I'm never moved by God to give, then something's wrong, and you're not listening to Him, because God's a giving God. If we're listening at all to God, we're going to be giving because God so loved the world, he gave. God is a giving God. So I listen to God, and out of what I hear from him, I give. Now, we learned about what this offering really meant and the depth of it in verses 30 down to verse 35. Then Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur of the the tribe of Judah. And he's filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs for work in gold and silver and bronze. And then down in verse 35, he talks about all the craftsmen. He's filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, designers, embroiderers, and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, and weavers, all of them master craftsmen and designers. Notice in verse 35, God filled them with skill. He filled them with skill so that they could make an offering of that skill to God. God has filled you to make an offering. He's filled you with blessings. You're blessed to be a blessing. And those blessings that he's filled your life with, they may be material blessings. They may be relational blessings. They're not just for you. He has filled you in order to make an offering. So you take what he's filled you with in your life and you make an offering of that to others because God wants to use you to bless others. He's filled you with blessing. God's filled you with skills. So you take the skills that he has filled you with and you offer them back to God. Now, when it comes to making an offering, the questions are, am I willing? The question is, has my heart been moved? The question is, how has God filled my life for the sake of making an offering? Let's pray together. Lord, would you show me today how I can offer myself to you for the fulfillment of your plan? Lord, would you show me what offering I need to give today? I'm not the one that I feel guilty about giving or someone else wants to make me feel guilty about giving. I don't want to give out of guilt. I don't want to give out of just a sense of duty. I want to give because my heart is moved by you. My heart is listening to your command. So help me to hear from you, God, and give out of that a free will offering to you. Show me how to give today, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. next week we will finish our study of the book of Exodus. Next week we're going to see the result of this offering and we're going to remind ourselves through the week of how God sets us free.